Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show, but before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. 
I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. And what I'm wondering here is, you know, especially when coupled with, you know, from your own experience and having trauma and working through that and getting to this place in your life, you know, how, how does one really start to step in through the fear of this entire process in consideration of, you know, a lot of times we carry a lot of darkness with us. I have two trains of thought on that. The first is probably one of the biggest mindset conceptions that I had for a massive chunk of my life. And that was seeing failure as a bad thing and seeing failure as an end product. Failure isn't a bad thing. Failure is feedback. It's feedback on what's not working. It's feedback on where you need to make changes. It's feedback on what you are doing right now for some reason isn't in alignment with where you want to go. And you use that feedback to make changes to make your life better. If that's food related, training related, mindset related, trauma related, you use it as feedback. My biggest mistake with failure, and I also, a misconception I held, I'm not sure if you had this as well, Michael, was I would attach to the label failure and didn't realize that failure was a thing that happened. I put my self-worth and my attachment of self to failure so my language for that was i'm a fucking failure like you know if i did it did something that wasn't to my expectation i'm like I'm a fucking failure i did it again not realizing that failure is this external thing that happens based on the actions you've taken and it's not who you are and i had to disconnect and disassociate from those two things and realize that it's just failure is this thing that happens as a result of some of the actions that i've taken so once i was able to separate that which isn't applicable for everybody but it was for me then it was about realizing that failure is actually really helpful. And as an entrepreneur, you know this. Failure is feedback. You can make changes based on failure. Every, every failed relationship, every b- failed business adventure. Took, it took me three attempts to get my business off the ground. I made three attempts, Michael, before I eventually got it off the ground because I kept fucking up. I kept making stupid mistakes. Like, you know, one of the things I did, which was when I look back in hindsight, in 2012, I was working as a teacher, an elementary school teacher during the day and a personal trainer at nighttime. And when I try to make that transition over to make a full-time living as a personal trainer, I rented out a gym, I think £670 at the time, on top of my rent. I didn't have a lot of money because you don't make a lot of money as an elementary school teacher in London. And I had no clients. I went and got a um, branded kit. I went and got business cards. I had no fucking clients. Like not realizing that because I wanted to be a personal trainer, that for me was down to, you know, the ego issue of, of... people being like, well, he's successful. He's a personal trainer. He did the thing he said he was going to do. And I just wanted to look the part. And as a result, I fucking got broke. Like I had to, the, the only time in my entire life, Michael, I know we've had different experiences. Again, 
first world problem on my side that it was the only time in my life when my bank account was zero. You know, I broke college student, didn't have loads of money growing up, didn't have loads of money as a teacher, but I always had something in my account. But that was the time it went to zero and I had to go down the back of my couch in London to look for pennies so that I could get the bus to go to the bank so I could take out a loan to pay my rent that month. And that was failure. But now, 10 years later, that's feedback. I tell so many trainers that I work with and coaches that I work with, don't make that mistake. Don't pay those dumb taxes. Don't focus on shit that doesn't move your business forward. Focus on getting clients and helping people and things will grow that way. So that's one example of failure is feedback. And I think when you start to see it that way, you change your relationship with it. When you change your relationship with failure, it opens up a lot of doors that previously remained closed to you. And then when it comes to the darkness, I've kind of changed my opinion on this in recent years because I've always been a subscriber or had for a long period of time been a subscriber of the Jungian philosophy that, you know, your, your roots need to go down to hell if you want your branches to reach up to heaven. And I, you know, feeding that dark side, like it's not a coincidence that I was able to make myself sick with leg workouts before a bodybuilding show. It's not a coincidence that I was able to run six back-to-back marathons in the Sahara or run through the Arctic. In the Arctic, I tore my Achilles 86 kilometers from the end and I ran the last 86 kilometers. I use the term ran loosely. I moved to 86 kilometers on a torn Achilles. Like that's darkness driving that. You know, for me, that's all the fucking, the soul, the dark side of it that's driving that. But it can be useful. You know, for a large period of my life, it was helpful for me. It got me through those workouts. It got me through those races. It got me through times when times got tough. But I also don't want to fucking live in that day to day. I don't want to be walking around playing with my daughter and playing, you know, Elsa and Anna and playing Frozen and Dolls and be like having this fucking darkness over me. You know, I want to make sure that that's a tool that I have and a part of my personality I can check in with if I need it when times get tough. Because I quite like it. Don't get me wrong. It's like, you know, the Incredible Hulk. You know, it's quite, it's nice to have, because that darkness can fuel you. You know, you're, you're, you're thinking about the traumatic experiences as a kid. You're thinking about the people who bet the shit out of you. You're thinking about all the things that happened. And that shit fuels you. Like, that's fucking fire. But fire, like anything, can light up your house or it can burn the fucking thing down. So you need to be very mindful of how your relationship is with it. And that's how I look about the darkness. It's something that I want and probably don't want to let go of just yet because it's supportive. But I also don't want to, you know, steer in my car. I don't want it being in the front seat it gets put back into the back until i need it or in, into the fucking boot or into the trunk until i need it and then when times get tough i can draw it and i can use it and it helps me and again i'm not sure how helpful that is for people but it's something that's massively supported me and has been kind of one of my methods for dealing with some of my issues some of my traumas some of the things that have happened to me in a positive way We'll be right back to the show, my friend, but I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast community for Think Unbroken Podcast. I know that for so many trauma survivors like myself, for the longest time, I felt alone, like nobody got it, nobody understood, and that I was just going to have to figure this out on my own. But that's not true. And the reason why we created our brand new Think Unbroken Academy podcast community is so that we can bring all the members of the Unbroken Nation together in a place where we can learn, grow, heal, change, and transform our trauma into triumph. I would love to have you come and be a part of the brand new community. Just check out thinkunbrokenacademy.com or click the link in the podcast description. And I cannot wait to see you there, my friend. Again, just head over to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. And until then, be unbroken. How do you get into just setting goals and creating um, I guess I would call it momentum. How do you start this process to to move forward 
um, especially if you're in this place where you don't know where to begin. Mm -hmm. So it's, again, identifying the end goal. All right, what is it that you want to achieve? And then we reverse engineer from that and work out the steps, uh, work out the, the little destinations along the way. It's like if you GPS to a destination you want to get to, and then all of these other little destinations pop up along the way. And you might think, oh, I just want to go straight to that destination. That's the ideal. But then along the way, you know, you get detoured over here and actually that looks pretty good. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll enjoy the view from here for a little bit and I'll take some time. And the journey is actually probably, <laughs> it is the best part in, in, in achieving that destination. And when you know that or embrace that not everything is going to go according to plan. You know, I was an event manager in my previous corporate life. And <laughs> one thing I knew is that nothing ever goes according to plan. So even though you can set the North Star, you can set your why, okay, this is where I want to go. This is how I'm going to get there. These are the steps that I need to take. These are the contacts I need to make. These are the skills that I need to acquire. Knowing all of that is fantastic. And really that does give you the depth of knowledge to set, to say, by acquiring all these things, then it really, there is no way I can't reach that goal technically. Uh, but also the daily, the daily reminders, the, the the daily action, you know, making sure that you look at your week. You know, I like to set my week from Sunday. I have a reassess where and where I'm at and how I feel about where I'm at on the whole scope of things, you know, not just professionally, but personally with my family and everything. Like we are a whole being. And so we can't just look at one aspect. And so when we look at all the aspects and constantly reassess, reaffirm, make sure, yep, this is the direction that I want to go, even though it may seem redundant to a point that, okay, I seem to just be writing the same things down, but that reiteration is that reminder, that fuel and that desire to keep you going. So I, I think that's probably one of the most important parts, uh, as well as really honing in on who you are as a person and learning to love who you are in the moment. You know, a lot of things that people come to me about is they're like, I don't like who I am. I want to be this person or I want to be here. And this person, like they almost despise who they are in that, in that moment. And it's heartbreaking because <laughs> I never see them like that, but it's helping them bring out the beautiful qualities that, that they don't even realize are, are so wonderful and necessary in this world and, and the impact that they make on others, even though it may not be where they want to be, but we need to, to just honor the process. Okay. You're here now, but these are the beautiful things you do now. And then these are the things that you need to do to get to where do you want to be in the near or distant future. But it's a, it's breaking that down into steps and, and just taking action, but understanding that there will be setbacks. But when we look at it, the stairway of success, it's like, yes, it might be going up above, up, up, and then it will crash a bit like the ebb and flows of the heart. But in actuality, the levels are just that little bit higher the next time. And then you go up, 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 and then it may crash down and be like, oh man, I'm such a failure. But it's like, well, actually 
you're not, you've learned and look, you're actually, again, progressively higher than you were the last time. So yeah, they're the primary things that <laughs> big, big things, the primary things that I, that I look at when I work with people. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. And I think the only time you're ever actually a failure is when you don't try. And, and that can be, you know, that can be a hard pill for people to swallow and hear that, but it's the truth because the, the difference between success and failure in life is action, period. There, there's no other way that you're going to get to what you want, right? And that's whether or not you're trying to be a, a high performer or a great parent or an awesome business owner, or just in this journey of getting this place of, of compassion and love. You know, you mentioned something about self-love, and I think it's a conversation that probably has not had enough, you know, because people get in this place where they're trying to build goals they're trying to be resilient. They're trying to create this life on the other side of whatever that catalyst may be. And, and yet there's this elephant in the room, if you will, about self-love and about the narrative we have for ourselves. If you're a person who is in this place where you're like, yeah, I hear everything you're saying, Rhea, but like, I, I just, I don't love myself. I don't know what that means. I don't know how to connect to that. How could they start that process? <laughs> Ugh, the, well, there is no correct one starting line, is there? It's start where you are. And the most intense way that I've learned to really look myself in the face, look myself in the eyes and try to connect and that's looking in the mirror, you know, nothing is, it's actually when the first time you try to connect yourself and you look into your eyes in a mirror, it's, it's uncomfortable. And most people just don't want to do it. You know, when like people say they have their mirror face, you know, it, they, they look in the mirror and they're like, they, you know, they, they kind of move their face to look the way that they want to look because, you know, they don't think that they're perfect enough or they're not happy with how they look in the mirror. So they've got their mirror face. And I, I don't have a mirror face because I actually like looking into my own eyes. It's, it's, it's very intense. And I had an experience where, you know, and I know we've done a lot of work with Tony Robbins too. And for the life of me, I can't pronounce the, the practice, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's uh, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you, you say the affirmation of, I, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And repeating that in the mirror, it just reduced me to tears. Like I just sobbed, uh, and to the point where. I smiled and it's like, I've let go of a lot of hurt and pain that I had carried. And I was on the other side of that. And it was like, it was freeing. It was just so beautiful and freeing to be in that moment. I really, truly loved myself in that moment. And I do. Every, every moment since, you know, it's not like I didn't before, but when you, when you truly connect to your soul, <laughs> it's, there's nothing more powerful. 
I had this moment, I looked at myself in the mirror, I didn't recognize the reflection on the other side. And I started asking myself, like, what do I have to do to have the life that I want to have? And the words, no excuses, just results, like just like, like if Zeus threw a lightning bolt at me, like hit me in the chest. And I was like, I'm just so tired. I was fat once I got in great shape. I had a six pack, I got fat again, like, what is happening? And I made it my mission and my goal to get healthy again and to get a six pack again. Now, because I was older, it took a much longer time to get that six pack again. But I did because I was driven by it because I understood something. And that was how was I going to heal my mind if I didn't take care of my body and I just stopped making excuses I got out of my own way. And I just I went through the hell of getting in shape. Yeah. So I appreciate you sharing that, man. And you just answered the, so the, your question to me, um, you know, of how do you, how do you combat everything coming at you and, and do what you need to do to get the results you want versus what feels good in the moment? I mean, you just answered it. The side, there's a psychological part and then there's the physical strategy. So go through both. You answered the psychological part. You have to get to a point where there, there's no other option other than change, where the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of, of making change. And that's what it, unfortunately, what it takes for most people uh, to make that change. And so that's the, the real answer, the psychological answer. And if you don't have that right, then your, you know, all the physical strategies in the world are not going to work or not going to work long term. You know, the, in terms of the physical strategies is, you know, I believe in the beginning, you need to figure out what to do. And it's not that complicated. I tell people there's two types of workouts you need to do. Number one, something you enjoy uh, so that you'll be more, more likely to do it. Because uh, guess what the number one um, factor in getting results in your fitness program is? Like when people come to us, you know, we take our time, we customize everything, we look at their background, look at injuries, look at any imbalances, we create the perfect plan for them, nutrition, sets, reps, periodization, all that. But the most important factor is if they're consistent and if they're going to, if they're supposed to work out four times a week, that they work out four times a week above everything else, uh, that consistency. So you need to have something that you're excited about, or at least that you believe in, if you hate exercise, because I know some people do. And number two, the strength training, I mentioned that earlier. And the reason for that is the strength training is the only thing that's gonna transform your body. Um, we know that it gives us muscles, gives us strength, which is super important, not only for appearance, but for you know, aging, uh, so that you have you know, strong functional strength and muscles, and you don't you know, start to punch forward, and you've got strong you know, bones and prevent osteoporosis and osteopenia, all that kind of stuff, uh, but also, <clears throat> Lifting weights is your biggest fat burning asset. And the reason is that every pound of, once you hit about 30, 35, every people start to lose um, lean muscle mass every year, about a pound, you know, half a pound every year. And the problem is lean muscle mass is what drives your base metabolic rate. And your base metabolic rate is the number of calories your body burns every day. So let's say you've got somebody that their base metabolic rate is 2000 calories a day. That means they burn 2000 calories. They can lay in bed all day. Theoretically, if they ate 2,000 calories, not going to gain weight, not going to lose weight. So what do most people do when they want to lose weight? They go on a huge diet, man. I'm going to eat hardly any food. I'm going to eat 1,000 calories, 800 calories, and I'm going to do tons of cardio. So they lose weight. They have to. If you're in a calorie deficit, you lose weight. The problem is some of that weight, some of that weight, a lot of that's water, especially if you do a low-carb or a keto diet. Carbohydrate, people don't realize this. Carbohydrates hold two to three grams of water. Get rid of the carbs. Water flushes out. Hey, I've lost 10 pounds in a week. Nothing's changed, not good or bad. You lose some fat, which is a good thing, but inevitably, if your calorie deficit is too big and or you're not lifting weights or doing resistance, some kind of resistance training, you're gonna lose muscle, which is a huge problem because you lose that muscle 
Now you're probably starving because you did this friggin' unsustainable diet. Start eating like you used to again, but big problem, your base metabolic rate's not 2000 anymore. It's only say 1700. So now you actually gain more weight and most people repeat, then you get motivated again, same thing. Most people are driving their base metabolic rate lower and lower and lower every year and age is making it worse and, the, and it gets harder and harder and they either stay in that vicious cycle or give up. So it works the opposite though. So strength training, every pound, of lean, I know I'm going through a lot, but if you guys can listen to this, every pound of lean muscle that you build burns an extra 10 to 40 calories a day. So for example, my male clients that work with me the first year average 10 to 20 pounds of lean muscle built. Women average five to 10 pounds. And that's not gonna make you big and bulky, spread out, makes you nice and uh, you know toned, looking great. But let's say you put on 10 pounds of lean muscle and you're just burning an extra 20 calories a day per pound of lean muscle. You're burning an extra 200 calories a day, all day, every way. You, you and I both love Grant Cardone, right? He talks about passive income being the holy grail for finance. This is passive fat burning, baby. And there's nothing better than burning fat all day long, whether you're working or sleeping or, or eating. Uh, so those, so having a plan you believe in, first of all, making a commitment, making a true decision and commitment, plan you believe in, and then doing, having the strength training over cardio any day of the week. Uh, nutrition is important. We can talk about that if you want. And then the third secret sauce is, is accountability. You know, especially in the beginning, having someone, I mean, you're a coach, I'm a coach, having someone to show you the path, give you the right information, and then to hold you accountable and inspire you and keep you on track, um, you know, when you feel like falling off. And then the last thing is finding something that's sustainable. So, you know, I was talking about, you know, <clears throat> you got to make a decision. You know, I was hardcore in this contest. All that works, but the problem is it's not sustainable for most people. And I started to train my clients same way, like a bodybuilder, eat your chicken and broccoli every two hours, alternate with your protein shake. Guess what? Bodies transformed <clears throat> in 12 weeks, but then they're like, screw this. This is no kind of lifestyle. So for the past seven years, <clears throat> I've been obsessed with, you know, now that I'm a little bit older, I want for me, it was all about the abs. Now I want to live a long time. I lived a hundred plus one of my goals. I want to have great energy. I want to feel good. I want to be mobile. I want to be there for my kids. You know, I'll be able to travel the world with my wife, Emily. We both love to travel. Um, but guess what? I still want to have the abs. Can I do all of that together? And guess what? I still want to eat pizza. I want to be able to eat ice cream. I want to be able to pretty much eat whatever I want, have carbs, and even have a couple glasses of wine every once in a while. That's been my mission. The answer is yes. If you've got the right information, the right strategy, um, then you can do all that. And you can't eat as much as you want of whatever you want. That's unrealistic. You have to, to um, figure it out into a, a reasonable eating plan. But when you can do it that way, now it's something you can feel great, look great, have great energy. And it's something you can do for the rest of your life versus killing yourself with something that is, you know, you can force yourself to do for a period of time, but then is, is unsustainable. But having that coach, that person, to, to hold you accountable, to make sure you do it. Because the reality is if you're 30, 40, 50 years old and you hadn't gotten this part of your life figured out yet, maybe you can do it on your own like you did. I couldn't, I had to hire a coach uh, so that I could get where I wanted to go quicker. And I'm wondering how much of these physical endeavors that you've put yourself through is based in that. And if I'm off base, I, I'd love to talk about it because I want to know what that is. Like, what is it that drives someone to suffer in the way that you have physically? Yeah, it's a great question. It's a great concept. And, and I, and I do, it does really resonate with me because 
you know, I'm sure that everyone has this to a certain degree uh, and everyone that's listening, if, if you don't agree with me, then you're living in denial, but we oftentimes will beat ourselves up at work and relationships with friends and whatever situation, because we think it's what we should do, or we think it's what's expected of us, or we, or we've been told we need to do it that way by our parents or our boss or our spouse or whatever. Right. And it's like, if we're overachieving, if we're driven, even if we're driven out of fear or failure or whatever, then we're going to try to accomplish that thing, whatever that thing is. But in the end, it is a little bit empty because unless it's the thing that we really wanted, like where you could say it's not for a charity, I'm not getting a sticker, I'm not, nobody's watching me, nobody's taking my picture and posting it on some website saying, look what, look, you know, look what Michael did, right? There, there, if you're just doing it for you, that's a very powerful, empowering, wonderful thing. Because like I wrote about this in, in my book, Winning in the Middle of the Pack, how great is it to know that nobody's watching and nobody cares? I mean, that's a very freeing thing because then it means I'm doing it for me. And if it's not important enough, don't do it. This is fine because nobody cares and nobody's watching anyway. But if it's important to you to find out what you're made of, then it's like it's freeing that nobody cares, that nobody's watching, that you don't get a medal, that it's nothing... It's nothing other than to see what I'm made of. And, and, and it's, it's, it's mind boggling for me. It's a little more like for you, it's, it's, it's more power and strength and endurance and, and fast twitch and that kind of stuff. For me, it's, uh, it, 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 I found a little more meditation in the longer, slower stuff. And um, I, I remember I had to rewire my brain to be able to settle into that mindset. So super quick, I'm, I'm, getting ready to do a 50 mile run one of the first 50 mile runs that i've done and it's held the last weekend in june in vegas it's called running with the devil okay 121 degrees that's what the high with that day was going to be and i i raced to the start line i'm a few minutes late i'm cursing myself i'm such an idiot i jump out of the car i get to the fit, a start line and i start running and the first quarter mile is like straight uphill and i'm like really like, seriously, you're going to make us run uphill for a quarter mile. And then I look at my watch and it's like 91 degrees at 6 a.m. And I'm like 6.05 a.m. I'm like, really? Like, what has to be this hot? And I started going, dude, nobody paid you to be here. Like, like what change your attitude, like get a different perspective. Because honestly, if you go home, nobody's caring. Nobody's nobody's going to care. Nobody's watching you. Stop being, you know, stop being a whiny bitch and just do it. If you want to do it, change your perspective. And then I said to myself, Michael, I go, perspective, huh? What would that mean to change your perspective? And I had this self-talk with myself, super deep, meditative self-talk with myself. And about four hours later, Michael, I hit the turnaround, 25 miles. And I went, holy shit. I just spent like four plus hours thinking about one word, perspective, and how you could change it, how you could apply it to yourself, and blah, 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 blah. And I had this like beautiful self-talk thing where I go, ah, man, you know, you could accomplish whatever you want to accomplish if you're doing it for the right reasons. 
We'll be right back to the show, my friend, but I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast community for Think Unbroken Podcast. I know that for so many trauma survivors like myself, for the longest time, I felt alone, like nobody got it, nobody understood, and that I was just going to have to figure this out on my own. But that's not true. And the reason why we created our brand new Think Unbroken Academy podcast community is so that we can bring all the members of the Unbroken Nation together in a place where we can learn, grow, heal, change, and transform our trauma into triumph. I would love to have you come and be a part of the brand new community. Just check out thinkunbrokenacademy.com or click the link in the podcast description. And I cannot wait to see you there, my friend. Again, just head over to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. And until then, be unbroken. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review, and you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends, and until next time, be unbroken. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit, and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.